Welcome to the Business of Beautiful Spaces. I'm your host, Laura Thornton, Principal of Thornton Design. I'm beyond thrilled to bring you this podcast where I am going to share over 25 years of experience in the interior design industry. As an experienced interior designer, I understand the challenges of running a successful business while also creating beautiful and functional spaces for our clients. Throughout my career, I've worked closely with trades and other professionals to bring my clients' vision to life. And along the way, I've learned a thing or two about balancing that creativity and practicality when running a business. In this podcast, I aim to share my knowledge, my insight with you, other designers, covering all the aspects of the interior design industry, from the creative process to the business side of things, from selecting the right materials to managing budgets and timelines. I am going to share all the tips and tricks that I have learned over the years to help you run a successful interior design business. Whether you're a seasoned professional or just starting out in this industry, this podcast will be for you. I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with you, answering your questions, and helping you navigate the exciting world of interior design. So let's get started on the business of beautiful spaces and explore the art of creating beautiful and functional spaces while running a successful business. Welcome back to the podcast called The Business of Beautiful Spaces. Today, let's talk welcome guide, what to include. So when a client reaches out or a potential client reaches out, whether they email you, whether they DM you, whether they have called your office, our response is always to ask for an email address, all of the contact information, and then we'll say, we will forward you our welcome guide for you to review. And in that welcome guide, it is a comprehensive resource that you got to hope captivates and converts those clients um, into paying clients. So the potential client expresses interest in your work. And then we provide them with this welcome guide and it showcases our expertise. It establishes clear communication. It builds trust from the very first interaction. So what should you include in this essential resource? Let's explore this further. So ours uh, has the first page, which calls itself a welcome guide, pretty self-explanatory. It has our logo. It has our name. Um, We don't put dates on it. We don't do anything like that so that we can turn around and quickly send it out right away. But the first page is a uh, introduction about us. So it has our mission statement on there. And then a lovely picture of a space that we've done with that overlaid on top of it. So this way they can see that we're conveying um, our mission statement with our passion and our commitment to creating beautiful spaces. We hope that this inspires you um, and that they can envision the possibilities of working with us. So the second page that we have for our guide after that is a meet the team. And the meet the team does have a professional photo um, of myself and the girls that work in our office. And it does say meet in the Thornton design team. So whatever your uh, company is called, I would have it as your company name, not just meet the team. Or and if you're a solopreneur, this can just be, you know, meet Jane Doe, whatever your <laughs> name happens to be. Now, in our case, we are a team. So then we have a picture of each person with a little descriptor of how long they've been with the company and what they do for the company and potentially how they would be interacting with that client. For example, uh, someone in our office name is Samantha and says, Samantha runs our day-to-day operations in addition to lead coordination and procurement officer for all projects at TDI. Samantha will keep TDI clients informed weekly of any status updates. Um, so this way they know exactly what Samantha's role is and when they would be interacting with 
Samantha. Another one is Emma. Emma is a graduate of X college or university or whatever the case may be, and has been within uh, our studio, Thornton Design, since 2019. I was going to read it, but I'm trying to give her amenity. So Emma is involved in every project from drawing elevations to site inspections. Um, So this way, again, they will know exactly what the role is of each person. Our third page is um, basically the beginning of how our process works. So it'll say the Thornton design process. And then we have added uh, drawings into our welcome guide that basically gives the client, potential client, a um, a looky-loo into what some of our drawings will look like. So on that page for us, on the interior design process page, like the beginning of the descriptor, we did a colored floor plan so they can see a very clearly what it will look like when they get it. So it is the heavy black line of the floor plan. It's a main floor plan and it has everything from the kitchen to the dining room, to a wine lounge, to a great room, to a laundry room, to a powder room, the staircase. And this really illustrates what they can be expecting to see if they do hire us and our team. Um, I think it's really great to add these little pluses in instead of just the finished picture so they can start to anticipate some more excitement of what that's going to look like. Um, Again, talking about our process, taking the potential clients on a journey through the design process illustrates the steps from the initial initial consultation, which ours is a paid two-hour consultation, all the way through to project completion. Highlights key milestones, collaboration points, and all the seamless experiences that they can expect when working with your studio. By providing that clarity and transparency, transparency, you instill confidence and hopefully excitement into these potential clients. So that is what we have on ours. Um, again, when we have talked to clients after they have said that that was you know something that they really enjoyed seeing or how an elevation looks. Um, so our page that starts talking about the process just gives a light summary about how many steps and phases that we have in our studio. Obviously, you need to apply that to yours. But just for example, it does say the TDI experience has three phases and nine steps. Our our project management strategy that allows us to complete projects on time and on budget and benefit clients really appreciate. A benefit clients really appreciate. I should really put my glasses on when I'm thinking about reading something. (laughs) So the next page is the process of phase one. And again, we have a photo of a fabulous space that we have done. And then that phase one is broken down into the three steps with a little bit of a descriptor on that page. So that's phase one, they get a really clean view of what that is. The next page has, um, like I said, it does include some of our um, past presentation photos. So this one is an elevation um, rendering and an elevation. It's on the one side and it says process phase two. And we've broken down step four, five and six on this page. And then another page is the process phase three with a lovely photo overlaid with our step seven, eight, and nine. So after we've gone through the process of everything that um, our office will do, um, now we all the way along have done portfolio showcasing through this document. And then we show on that next page would be the pricing. So what we have done is we've clearly stated that Everything starts regardless of size with a two hour paid consultation for a fee of X, Y, and Z plus taxes, whatever that is for you. The consultation is a kickoff for every single project. So it doesn't matter if it is just a a small bathroom or a full house um, renovation and or decorating job, you can write out that it starts with a paid consultation if you want, or however it is that you start your 
um, design process. So ours then further talks about that paid consultation and what they can expect and what they can ask us. Um, and if after the consultation, they would like us to provide them with a design quote, quote, we will do that. So in our scenario, it's a flat rate that has been based off of hourly. So we figure out what we think it's going to cost us as far as hours, and we present it as a flat rate. Now I have highlighted flat rate and I've italic, I've bolded it and I've italic. So that way it stands out because what happens is further down the page, it starts to show what our hourly rates are. And then I don't want to scare anybody when they don't understand what that rate means. So then it also just says that after the flat rate design fee, if they choose for our team to implement and project manage, it is calculated by a percentage of the project total. And then that total in our scenario is scalable. So if you're under, let's just for example, say $100,000, that it's a percentage of that amount. If you're over 100,000 to 250,000, then it's a different rate. And the scale will move up as the amount also, excuse me, the, the percentage will go down as the amount goes up. So if you are upwards of half a million, then we would be at a lower percentage than if we were at a hundred thousand dollars. Um, so this way they can see that at the first phase, it's a flat rate. The second phase is a percentage. And then if by any means there's any scope of work that has been added to the project or they've, you know, or everyone knows that when you're in a project, next thing you know, they're like, and you know what else I need? <laughs> and so that would be done at an hourly rate. And we've broken down all of the hourly rates for the different positions in our company. So the pricing page is obviously the most important, but you really want to make it clear and concise. And so I found that adding it bolded really makes them look at those um, special words like flat rate percentage, um, only if scope of work is out of scope of work, do these hourly amounts uh, have any meaning. So this way they can clearly see that initially all that's being asked of them is that two hour consultation. And then we can take it from there. Um, because otherwise, if I didn't have that in there, I really felt like it started to scare people off. Um, and so that way we've used that as a pricing page. And then what we did after that is we call it client love. And that next page is basically snippets from client testimonials and people that were very, very happy with our, <laughs> our um, their results and our work. And this way they can see after the pricing that we did have client testimonials. And if you had success stories, you could put that in there as well. Um, before and afters, obviously, if you wanted and preferred. Now, I know a lot of people put their communication and expectations into their welcome guide. We've chosen not to do that. Um, we wait until the client has signed on. And then we have that sent out because we want to make it very clear the hours that we are open. We do not give out our cell phone numbers, but the hours that we are in the office, um, we outline obviously how it is, what our expectations are and what we expect from our clients. But we keep all of that in a very different, um, we call it a what to expect guide. And so I'll dive into that in another podcast, but we do include all of that in a separate document. And why that is, is I feel like from us anyway, um, this document is not about the next step and how we work. This is how to get the client to sign up for the two hour consultation so that we can get in front of them to be able to showcase what we can do, who we are, gain their confidence in what our capabilities are, and actually 
me or us or whoever is on the job site. So we don't put that into this document, although I know a lot of designers who do. Um, I just don't feel like it's needed at this point, And I don't want to start pointing my finger at our clients and say, basically, don't call me after <laughs> five and text is reserved for our friends and family. I leave that for a later date once they actually know us have met us. So the other thing a lot of designers will include is frequently asked questions. We don't have it in ours, but I do know that um, quite a few designers that I uh, work with and have uh, spoken to, they also include frequently asked questions. So this would be a place to put that at the end. Now the last page, um, is next steps and how to book us, um, basically reach out to us. And then from there, I close ours out with, um, with, um, basically just a thank you that we cannot exist without the support of our clients. Thank you for you putting your trust in our expertise. We would like to take this opportunity to express our gratitude in cementing this long lasting relationship. And we basically just confirm and also reiterate one more time that our team strives to follow the three phases, nine steps, as close as we possibly can to create a consistent and accurate um, project each and every time. And thank you very much cons for considering our team on your newly designed interior. And then we include our website and all our social media handles. Um, the only other page that if I am sending this to a commercial project, I do have a page that has all the logos of all the commercial jobs that we have done. So that's the only which way I will tweak this. Um, but all the way along, we do have photos of spaces. If it's the commercial spaces, obviously I have a commercial interior that we've designed in there as well. But all in all, it's 11 pages, it's all wrapped up. And it's made with our logo on each page, with our address on each page in the bottom, uh, Thornton design written on the left hand upper corner, and also on the right hand side, that it's a welcome guide. Because truly, by the time our clients have signed up with us and have started to get our, our resources and our client facing product, there is a lot of logoed and uh, pages that came from our office. So I want to make sure that they're not confused about what page is which. So I really hope that helps you know that what's involved in our welcome guide and how you can elevate your welcome guide to be able to convey and, and uh, have the confidence of your client. But there you have it, the essential elements to include in your welcome guide for potential clients. Remember, this is just a resource. It's your opportunity to showcase the beauty of your business and this you know, basically your studio. So try and make it as captivating as possible and make it a true reflection of you and of your business in hopes that your clients will sign on for that next step, which is getting the next contract <laughs> for the full design. I really hope you found this helpful. If you did, would you scoot over to the Instagram page? And on this episode, would you kindly let me know if you found this helpful? Um, we enjoy doing this. We just want to make sure that we're giving the right content to everybody who does take the time to listen. And we want to make sure that you're finding that it has value for you. If there is anything you would like for us to tackle, please also feel free to DM us and or um, write it underneath this as well, because we'll get all of them and we'll read them. And we really enjoy the feedback. So thanks so much. And we hope you have a great week. Bye for now.